This is CliffCentral.com. Here's a powerful thing. I mean, it's got a lot of firepower. If you can figure out a way to wrestle that fear to push you from behind rather than stand in front of you, that's very powerful. Multiplying leadership. Moving society the millennial way. You don't want to end up going after goals and dreams and neglect yourself. Welcome to the Youth Leadership Platform with your host, Bongani Tao. Welcome to the Youth Leadership Platform with your host, Bongani Tao. Again, today it promises to be yet another wonderful episode of the Youth Leadership Platform. Today we are speaking wielding influence Mm. and we are joined (laughs) by the wonderful, beautiful and powerful Kim Jade. Born and partially raised in Zimbabwe. So she was born in Harare, moved to Bulawayo, but completed yeah. her university studies at Stellenbosch and has an honors Ooh. in social work and psychology. <laughs> moved to yes. Joburg, uh, I guess, uh, to pursue the hustler's dream. And she did a couple of auditions, fast tracking. She is now the host of News-ish on MTV. She is one of four faces for, mm. for, for Revlon. And mm. there's some other exciting stuff as well that she's uh, working on that she's going to tell us more about uh, in the course of our discussion. Welcome mm. to the show. Thank Kim. you so much for having me, Bongani. I'm so excited. Awesome. <laughs> so growing up in, in Harare, yes. uh, what were some of your dreams and aspirations? Well, I was born in Harare, but I actually grew up in Bulawayo, which okay. is a small town um, with my mom and my brothers. Um what are my aspirations? I just, I knew, I always knew I wanted to work with people. And that's why I went into social work. Sure. Because I love, I love, I have a heart for children, especially. Oh. And working with women. So that's where social work came in. Because um, if you study psychology, you can't actually counsel anybody until you have your master's. Oh, interesting. Then you can register and then you can be a counselor, a, mm. a psychologist. But with social work, you start counseling from year one of your education, mm-hmm. which is amazing. Um, what? Uh, I think a part of me always wanted to be in entertainment. Sure, I used sure. to practice standing in the mirror and be like, hi, I'm Kim. <laughs> this is what my E! True Hollywood story is going to be like one day. Um, but yeah, after I got my studies, I went to Cape Town and I pursued modeling there and I was a full-time model and fashion blogger. Hmm. And that's kind of what brought me to Joburg. So so what what inspired uh, the blogging? But before we, we, we get into that, um, I want to get to know... The family aspect of, you know, growing up uh, in, in, in Bulawayo mm. before even moving to, to Cape Town. Yes. Wh- what is your past? Let's start here with a, with a, with a, a little wild P trivia. Okay. What does your past smell like? My past smells like probably rain. Okay. And outdoors. Okay. 
That's that's a really good question. <laughs> I've never had that question before. It's a really good question. Um, I have I have three brothers, sure. and we all grew up together. And I was always we were always outside. We were always riding our bicycles and building mud forts, and yeah, so very much outdoors. What does it sound like? It sounds like bicycle wheels turning, and um, the cricket ball hitting a cricket bat, <laughs> and sometimes tears because sure. like my brother hits me with his sword, and then it's like mom. <laughs> That's really what it sounds. Chaos. <laughs> and then what, what does it taste like? Ooh. Um, guys, I'm the biggest foodie on earth, hey? So okay. people need to know that about I love food. Um, probably spaghetti bolognese. Sure. It's my favorite meal as a child, still is. And my mom would always make it for me. So yeah. Spaghetti bolognese. But also sadza. You guys call it papia. Yeah, sadza. Yeah. Um, in actually... Zimbabwe it's called sadza. Mm-hmm. Um with braai. Like mm. Bride, bride with meat. bride meat and okay. tomato gravy and chamolia. Chamolia is kind of like um, spinach, so it's a green leafy vegetable, and you fry it with tomato with tomatoes and onions, and you eat it with that. Interesting. So good. <laughs> mm. So, so you you know a bit of Shona then? I um, actually, I grew up in Bulawayo, so in Bulawayo they speak in Dubile. Okay. So yeah, we do. We studied in Dubile in school, but um, I moved on to French, and so that was more. What what are what are some of uh, you know you know the cuisine in in, in Zimbabwe obviously for mm. for cultural purposes mm-hmm. is different from from South Africa. What are some of um, you know staple foods that I had there that you miss being in you know South African? I just I honestly miss sadza because okay. I can't make it myself. <laughs> I really need to learn. So if anybody out there wants to teach me how to make pap, guys, holla at me in the DMs because that's what I crave the most. At home we we were. My granny was always making, so she would make her own rutis and we'd have curry. So that side of the family, the influence is very strong, um, very similar to Cape Malay food. And um, yeah, that's, I think I just mostly miss pop. That's what I need in my life. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Moving to Johannesburg from, from, from Cape Town. So your love for fashion, what, what sparked that? Mm. Um, I grew up with a mom. My mom was a model when she was younger. Oh. In her early days, she was Miss Bulawayo. <laughs> Shout out to moms. Okay. And, um, hey now. Yes. So even when I was in junior school, my mom used to travel the world for work. She would go to Paris and she would go to the UK and she would come back with these beautiful glossy magazines, Harper's Bazaar and Vogue. And that's, I think that was my first taste of, of fashion. Wow. Because she would always dress up super glam and gorgeous. And... um I would read these magazines and look at her beautiful clothes. And then when I went to Cape Town and started modeling, it was my job, obviously, to to get dolled up, to work with different local designers, dress up into these beautiful clothes for the for TV commercials and photo shoots. And so that's where I got my first real taste of it. Okay. And that's why I started my blog. That's what inspired me to start my blog. I wanted to create a platform mm-hmm. where I could collaborate with makeup artists and hairstylists and local designers, mm-hmm. a place where we could all creatively create. Sure. Yes. What what's the name of the blog? It's called Kim J Blog. <laughs> Very easy. <laughs> and and so so with, with with the blog over the years, um, w- what inspires your content has it changed over time? Yeah, it has. I think it's it's expanded because it was strictly fashion, okay. how to wear certain trends, um, and also for me it was about dressing on a budget. Because I wasn't earning a lot of money mm-hmm. and I wanted to show girls that you could still be sexy and glamorous and amazing and not be wearing Louis Vuitton or yeah, Gucci. Yeah, I mean, yeah, not yeah. all of us have that, that you know, Ricky Rick budget. 
Like one day, <laughs> goals, Ricky, goals. Um, and so I just wanted to show girls how to wear trends at an affordable price. And that's mm, how my mm. blog started. And now it's evolved into more of a lifestyle and travel and fashion blog. Mm, so mm. I, I work with SA National Parks. Oh. And so I travel to the parks in your beautiful country and take pictures and tell people about my experiences. And yeah, that's how it's grown. What, what are some of your treasured memories from, you know, these travels mm. and, and, and covering some of these, these brilliant and beautiful, yeah. beautiful places. I wish South Africans knew more about how incredible your parks are and so affordable. There's a place um, in Marakele, which we just got back from. Okay. You can camp there for 250 rand a night. Interesting. It, that costs nothing. You know, so often we're like, oh, we need to go to Bali. We need to go to Dubai. <laughs> Yeah, they are the most incredible. My most special memory, I think, was um, in the garden route, Mm -hmm. PE side. Mm -hmm. We hiked through a forest for about 45 minutes. And in the middle of the forest, it opened up to the most beautiful waterfall. And you could swim underneath the waterfall. And it was so, so beautiful. So special. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A lot of of people um, see your posts on, on Instagram and can't help but wonder. Who's this important? Oh, is there a man in your life? No, I'm very single. Really? Yeah. Is is that deliberately by choice or? Um, I think you have to meet the right person. I haven't met the right person. What yet. What would constitute the right person, Kim? I think. Do you know when I was younger, it's like, oh, he must be hot. <laughs> <laughs> and I definitely had a type growing up. My type was sure, definitely sure. athletic, so he was sporty. Okay. And he was cute. Okay. Now I think my type is more someone, just someone that gets my job. My work take demands a lot of me. Okay. I'm really, really busy. Sure. I travel more and more. And so to find a partner that both um, encourages it and supports it, that's what I would like. So ideally. Dear Santa. <laughs> also a guy that got his own stuff going on. You know okay, what I mean? Okay. okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. And from from a character standpoint, you know, speaking about values and, mm. and things like that, what, mm. what are some of the things that you, you look at and you like, you admire in, in, in a person? More in, in this instance, more particularly in a guy. In a guy? Yeah. Um, I'm very old school and traditional. Okay. In my values with um, relationships and dating, um, being loyal, being honest, being trustworthy. Um, I also look at drive and ambition because that's something that um, I... I am, I'm very ambitious and I'm very driven. Okay. And I think I'd need a partner that's also on the same level. Like, you know, the Jay-Z and Beyonce where, you know, when you look at your man and you're like, oh, he's doing so much. I need to level up. <laughs> you know, like that. You inspire each other exactly, to yeah. push and be better and grow. You feed off each other's energy as Completely. well. Sure. Yeah. Interesting. With, with, with the current state of fashion, or rather, let's, let's speak about that. What do yeah. you think about uh, fashion in South Africa currently? It's an exciting, exciting time to okay. be in the fashion industry right now. Okay. Because, first of all, um, a lot of international brands are showing interest here. So sure. we sure. actually get a lot more online fashion, online buying is something that we're now picking up on. Mm-hmm. So it's these trends that we've always seen are now affordable. So you can just order online and buy. But also, so the African designers themselves are being put on the map mm, mm. and and looked to. And we actually see international designers copying our-ish, which is crazy. Appropriation like, is, is all over. Yeah, yeah Completely. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's a very exciting time. I mean, for the first time last year, we had plus-size models on the runway. Mm. That's never been a thing. Mm. You know, and globally, the industry is moving towards opening up. You know, it's not just pl- just like these stick thin girls that are tall and blonde and mm-hmm. and hungry looking. You know, <laughs> it's it's more we want girls that look like us on the runway. We want sure, girls sure. with boobies and bums and 
you know, curves sure. and sure. shorts and you know what I mean? Sure. It's because now we want to see ourselves both on TV and on the ramp. We want to see people we can relate to, mm. you know, that's great. Now to focus more on why we actually here today, All right. the Kim Jade brand. Ooh. What, what, yes. <laughs> what, what, what went into building the brand? Uh, it was a slow and steady process. Okay. Um, I first started seeing myself as a brand when I was modeling, which is a couple this is when? years ago. Okay. Um, I graduated when I was 21. So about when I was 22. Okay. It's not like six years ago, guys. I'm getting old. Now. <laughs> so six years ago, um, the director of my agency spoke to us and he was like, you know, don't look at yourself as just a model. Hmm. Look at yourself as a brand hmm. and handle every job, every casting, every person you meet, every networking opportunity represent yourself as such mm. and so i actually started a friend of mine was like why don't you call yourself kim jade because mm. my my full name is kimberly jade robinson oh, okay yeah yes and they're like oh no but kim jade is cute it's mm-hmm. cute and it's catchy and it separates you from i don't know the other kims of the world <laughs> <laughs> so i started going Spicy, by kim huh? jade and um then the blog grew and everybody started knowing me as Kim Jade. Um, I'm very careful with the brands that I align myself with. Okay. Very, very specific, especially now that my following is growing and my name is growing. Even with Revlon, yeah. it was something that I sat down with my management and I was like, okay, cool. Are they going to let me be me? Are they going to let me um, post authentic content? Because that's so important. Mm, mm, the only mm. reason that I got my job at MTV Base is because they saw me on Instagram. Hmm. And because of my followers. Take, take, us, take us through that journey we before we, we, sure. we, we actually get into mm. the stuff that you're working on now. Well, I was still in, in Cape Town. I was still blogging. And I hired a PR company here. And I was like, I want you to get me invitations to every single event that I need to be at. Okay. So I would fly up three times a month Sheesh. just to attend events. GQ style events, fashion week. You know, anything that would get me in that space. Because I said people needed to get to know who I am. Mm-hmm. And from Cape Town, you know, it was much more difficult to make break into the Joburg so? scene. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So so the Joburg scene to be, yeah. to be okay. Because okay. this is where, the, quite frankly, this is where the money's at. This is where clients pay you the most. This is where you have um, a diverse amount of opportunity. Interesting. So I was like, yeah, no, Joburg has to be it. Started coming up here more and more. And I popped up on the radar of the... Um, talent manager for Viacom. Sure. So sure. Viacom is the big umbrella that, that, that owns BET, mm-hmm. Nickelodeon, MTV, and MTV Base. Mm-hmm. She saw me on Instagram and DM'd me and she's like, Can I call you? I was like, Okay, cool. She calls me and she says, Are you interested in TV? I was like, uh, Yes, why? She says, Would you like to come in for a screen test? Sure, sure. For our show, Newsish. And I was like, okay, I'm so down. I'm there. I'm there yesterday. I'm there. So um, I went into the screen test and they called the next day. Like, we love you. You got the job. Hmm. The power of social media. Do not underestimate it. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. What, what was it like um, for you getting, getting, getting this, this, this gig? And, you know, you, you've worked so hard for so many years. Like a lot of people get to only see the, mm. you reaping the rewards, Completely. but you had been working. I mean, what you've been posting, how you've been posting it mm. and all the different things that you've been doing leading up to that moment where it looks like it was just a simple DM yeah, and a call, totally. but it, it, it was a build up to that. Completely. Um, so when I was, when I first started modeling, I obviously had my degree 
And I was like, okay, I'm going to model. My parents are like, are you crazy? What do you mean you're going to model? <laughs> There's no guaranteed income. Sure. You go for a casting, you shoot the job, and the client is three months to pay. Mm, mm, three months. Mm. So in that time, I was doing everything from promos to waitressing. I was on the the, the highway handing out flyers. Wow. It was like the hustle was really real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, like you said, you don't see all that stuff on social media. You want to portray a certain image. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, a lot of how, and when I finally got the call, it was just like ugly cries. Like, oh my God. I can't believe it. And I still, I still, honest to God, wake up every single day and can't believe that this is, this is my job and this is my life. I get to go on TV and, and I meet the most incredible people. Oh my word. Like I'm interviewing Afrojack. I'm talking to Dynamo. I'm flying to LA to interview Charlize Theron. Sheesh. It's the most, it's the most crazy, incredible opportunity. Sure, sure. So if you're ready to work, I think that's the main thing they notice at channel mm. it's like okay this girl puts in work let's give her the chance and they, they took a chance on me and i'm so grateful that they did so so now that you know but wasn't it wasn't it to backtrack a bit mm-hmm. was it in a, a wasn't it a pain in the ass to pay that particular pr agency i love to, that you can say ass on this station this yeah well so great democratizing yes. how we have conversations in south africa we we know totally. for that innovators to pay them like could you afford them at the time it was so hard man yeah it was really hard because the retainer they work on retainer so four thousand rand a month to have them on retainer and on top of that i'm paying for my own airfare up and down cape town joburg cape town joburg cape town joburg and then when i decided i wanted to come to joburg and pursue tv i left my my i had my own home everything i was living on my own it was super great and i had to literally pack up everything and move into like a cottage here at Mm. my parents house which was crap because mm. you're used to being completely independent, sure, sure. coming and going as you please. Sure. And I love my space. Mm-hmm. And I, I had to live off savings because I wasn't working. I just I was auditioning and not getting jobs. And then MTV came along. Yeah. Now, having been discovered, uh, for lack of a better word, mm. and, and being in the space. And, you know, people have a certain perception of you, you mm-hmm. know. Oh, what uh, is that perception? I, I want to know. I, I would know. love to know. <laughs> We'd have to ask the people this. Sure. Okay. <laughs> uh, because of, of, of how you put yourself um, out there and, sure. and, and, and the content that you put up. What goes into curating content? Now, personally for mm. you, what are some of the things that you consider and, you know, messages that mm. you that you try and push with your brand mm. in, in terms of curating content for your digital that platforms? A great question. Um, obviously, I started as a model and fashionista. Okay. So fashion and creating cool looks, that's what I, that's what I, put it out there okay my thing is that i've always my the best advice i've always given to people is like create content you would want to see mm. create content you would double click on oh, you would want to okay. follow yes, yes you know because yes. if you look at it and it's like eh, it's okay why would anybody <laughs> else why would anyone engage why would they interact why would they follow you to want to see more mm, so mm, that's what mm. i try to do i follow a lot of international bloggers uh, models, fashion pages, because I want to see what they're doing. Mm. It's it's so easy to look at the the people in your circle, in your country, in your city that are doing something and create something like them. But then, what makes you different? Ah, yes. Then you're just another, you know, one of those. Why? Yeah, no. yeah. Create cool content and look outside of your sphere. I follow a ton of different pages that I don't even, I would never necessarily wear that, but it opens your mind. Mm-hmm. Try different things. Mm-hmm. I, I play around a lot with my style. Sometimes I'm very street, you know, urban, 
hip-hop vibes. Sometimes I'm very glam and girly. Mix it up because that's the great thing about fashion. What message would you say um, dominates um, what, what you put out and why you put it out? Mm, love yourself. Okay. Love yourself. My, my three favorite hashtags. Dream big, work hard, stay humble. Mm. From the beginning, that's mm. what it is. Dream big, work hard, stay humble. With, with, in, in terms of values mm-hmm. now, personally, what are, what are your three fundamental values that, you know, with these ones, you do not compromise? Mm. Stay true to myself. Okay. If my guts so is authenticity no, completely. And, and to your identity. And, and be unapologetic about it. Okay. Because if it feels wrong in your gut, don't do it. Okay. It could be the, the highest paying job. It could be. And I think with that, you can't go wrong. So sure, even if sure. you meet someone, oh, he's super cute. But there's something in you that's like, mm-mm, this one, mm-mm. Mm. Go with it. Go with your gut. Um, and I think it's work hard and be nice to everybody. Okay. I, I try I try to do that. Everybody I meet, I put a smile on my face. And I'm like, hi, how are you doing? I genuinely try and engage because more people need to be nice. Why, <laughs> what happened to that? <laughs> what happened to let, let's be nice to each other? It's funny you should speak of that because yeah. in, a, in, a, in a lot of instances, you DM people on Instagram and like genuinely so mm-hmm. because perhaps you want to have an interview like mm-hmm. this on, mm-hmm. on, on, on your platform. Sure. And either ignore... Or they'll tell you stuff, or just tell you off in a way that you're like, but you, you didn't have to be this crude, mm-hmm. you know? You could gently say, yeah. I, I decline Thank the you. offer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's, what, what's, what's your take on that? I, I agree. I think my take uh, with DMs, though, is it's harder. Okay. Because oh, yeah, you have to be apprehensive. A, no, but there's a level of professionalism, oh, I okay. think. Okay. Especially if it's a work thing. Sure. If you want to work with me, all you have to do is read my bio and it says email at. There's also an email button, so click on emails. Oh, okay. Do you know what I mean? Sure, DMing. Sure. I think personally, if you're um, a professional out there trying to reach out to another professional, if you can email, email. It already sets the tone for the professionalism. Do you know what I mean? Mm, it mm. shows that you took the time to actually read their bio, find the correct information, and then reach out. You know what I mean? So when you when you look at brands now, now moving to some of the things that you are busy with, mm-hmm. what are some of the things that you look at in a brand, you know, that you feel, okay, if they're doing this, if, if their mannerisms are like that, mm. if they portray this certain message, mm. I am just not going to align my brand with them. Yeah. I think it's uh, not focusing on what they, what they do that's negative, what, what they do that's positive. What is their messaging? What is, if I was just a normal person on the street looking at this person's Instagram or looking at this person's ad or their product, what would I think? Sure. Genuinely. Sure. Is it great? Mm. How is the product? Is mm. it a great product? Um, can you use it? You know, can you relate to it? Um, that's probably it. Also, you try to do your research. If you as a brand are going to align with another brand, you need to know, like, was there any hectic scandal? h <laughs> <laughs> Like, was there anything in the past that maybe... Spicy much? Maybe. No, but truthful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. You got to yes. be smart. Like, you don't want to align yourself with a, with a brand that's done something that's hurtful to your fans, your followers, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. could offend people that mm-hmm. you... You know, you respect and you, you need their support. Mm. I'm, I'm only where I am because of my followers. Truly. If I didn't have the following that wow. I have and the incredible people that interact with me every single day, mm. I would not have any of the jobs that I have. Mm. So I, I have so much respect for the people that I'm following and the content I'm creating. Sure. Because, sure. um, they make me who I am. So a sense of loyalty to your followers as well. Loyalty and respect. Sure. A thousand percent. 
Mm. Now, how how did you take to how did it come about mm. that you were selected as one of four women to oh represent word. this massive <gasps> <goosebumps>. brand? <laughs> Just you saying it, I have goosebumps. <laughs> so 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 let's start at how how does it feel to be okay? How did it come about? How did it come about? How does it feel? Mm. And then we'll continue from there. I'm going to try to tell the story without crying. Okay, so it came about last year. I received a DM from Grey Advertising in okay. New York. Oh. Um, Grey Advertising email, um, DM'd me and they said, we would like your email address because we'd like to reach out to you. Um, and that's all they said. Gave them my email address. They said, um, we'd like to know if you worked with any cosmetics brand in the past. Sure. No. They said... Uh, we needed to send you an NDA, um, which is a non-disclosure. Yeah, yeah. Because they can't any information they tell you, you have to keep confidential. Sure, sure. And so I did sign the NDA. They emailed back to say, okay, our job book offices are going to be in touch with you. And it goes from there. I was like, okay, very chilled, very suspicious. They didn't say anything. Yeah. I had no clue. And they eventually emailed back to say, look, this is, we have a client, Revlon South Africa. We are in the process of interviewing women in SA uh, to possibly be representatives of the brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, the contract with Queen Bee was coming to an end. Okay. And they were looking for four fresh faces. Hmm. That, I was, that, that's how it started. And I was like, <clears throat> oh, four fresh my if. Oh, my <laughs> if. I knew they would be um, looking at the biggest and best women in the country that are in the entertainment industry. Sure. I didn't know who. And right up until the very end, we didn't know who the other girls were. Mm, mm. So there was a, a hectic interview process. Apparently, they had been following us for over a year wow. before they even reached out. So monitoring every tweet, every Instagram post, watching our Insta stories. Like, that's how hectic Sheesh. they had been. So before they even selected us, they had been watching us. As far as I know, there were more than 20 different people that they looked at. Mm-hmm. They shortlisted it to six. Mm-hmm. And from the six, they chose final four. Bointley, Michelle, Ludlove, and myself. Sure. And Kim Look Jade. at God. Look at God. <laughs> All those years of modeling and it's promoting and when I was modeling, I was always going for these castings. Castings to to be the the face of for, for whatever beauty product. And sure, I never sure. ever was selected. And I was like, Am I not pretty enough? Like what's the deal? It was what's my dream. Do you know people? that honestly as a model, my dream job was to do the clicks magazine. You okay. know the little magazine okay, that's okay. in the stores? Okay, okay. They always put a pretty girl on the cover. Sure. And they put makeup on there and like she looks so lovely. That was my dream. I was like, that's my dream job. And then God was like, No. I was like, no, I'll now, do you one better. Not now, not I'll now. do you one better. Hmm. And yeah, so not only to be one of these four incredibly diverse, intelligent women. Whew. Intelligent. Because yes, they're beautiful. Cool. Yes, it's a yes, cosmetics yes. brand. The but these women are smart sure. and they are driven sure. and they are talented. Sure. So to be one of the four, oof, and to be the first Zimbabwean face of Revlon, which is quite amazing. Interesting. <laughs> now, where were you when they broke this down to you? Um, we found, I was at home with my mom. When they called you? I was at home with my mom. And I... I cried. I was crying. Aww. And she's like, what's wrong? Like she thinks someone's died or something. <laughs> child, what's wrong? What's wrong? Then I told her and she was ugly crying. And then I was ugly crying. And it was, it was a great moment. It was really hard because for a, a couple of months, we couldn't tell anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Like to not be able to call your friend. Be like, oh my God. I just got this deal. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. And now how has it defined, you know, now what you, what you put out there. So now 
there's this whole conversation about influencers mm. and what 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 does it mean to you? Firstly, I think let's start there. What does it mean to me to be an influencer? Sure. I think it means that you have a voice, a strong voice and a strong opinion about what you think, be it fashion, food, music, mm-hmm. uh, movies. You have a voice and people listen to that voice. Mm, 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 mm. And then with, in, in terms of now defining it in terms of um, engagement and responses, and, you know, all these different antics and nuances mm. that go into, yeah. say, for instance, if I was a brand and I wanted to work with Kim Jade, mm-hmm. you know, I'd have to look at some mm-hmm. of these things. Sure. How would you define it from, from that it's point? It's evolving okay. and changing. Okay. Because two years ago, brands would look at how many followers do you have? Mm. And then people started buying followers and they're like, okay, now we need to reevaluate. Mm. So now it's gone from, I mean, I speak to a lot of big Do, do you think that clients. was fair? Sorry to... to do I think it's fair? That they looked at... Um... Look, to be fair, they want to reach a certain amount of people. Okay. They want to be able to see this amount of people saw my picture, saw my product, saw my whatever. But if it's not an organic following, mm-hmm. what's the point? Exactly, exactly. If it's a if it's a million robotic whatever is following your account, it's pointless. So a lot of brands have actually woken up to that. Now, they look at interaction. Okay. I know massive brands that will choose to book a girl with 3,000 followers as opposed to a girl with 300,000 followers mm. because they have consistent engagement and okay. interaction. Okay. Are people commenting? Are they having a discussion? So not only it's, oh, hot picture. It's, that's a beautiful photo. Where did you get your shoes from? Mm. I love your shoes. Mm. Where can I? And then the shoes brand is like, oh my gosh, yes. yes that's yes. what they want. They want people talking about their brand, asking where to get it, which stores is it available, what's the price point. So that is more important than a million likes. Sure. You know? Sure. It's smart. It just makes sense. Interesting. And impressions and, yeah. and all these, those different things come mm-hmm. into play. Completely. <sighs> wow. It's a lot. <laughs> I know it's a lot of information and it's very intimidating. Yes. Especially yes. being a newbie. And it's funny because you're like, these people that I want to be an influencer. It's not how we got into it. I think a lot of the people with big followings, incredible followings, you people look at people like Trevor Stierman, you know, they didn't get into it to be an influencer. Sure. They became an influencer. By virtue of what By virtue doing. of being a creative. Sure. Creating incredible content and doing it because they love it. Mm, mm, for mm, the passion mm, of it. Mm. The influencing, the influencer status and the money and the jobs that came with it, mm. you know? So you feel that people that really would want to be a Kim Jade of sorts in, in mm. terms of... <laughs> wielding um, influence to get them into, you know, the opportunities that Mm -hmm. you've been able to have and enjoy need to find something and and, and stick to that and create authentic and unique content um, around that. Be known for one thing. Like that's your thing. And then from there it can evolve. Yeah. I know I see a lot of people on social media, they try to do a lot. Okay. You know, Mm -hmm. so one second you're doing food, the next second you're doing fashion, the next second... You're in the club drinking. Uh, like, they needs to, when brands look at your feed, they need to be like, she's this girl. There's consistency. She's the sporty girl. She's the healthy girl. Mm. She's the about that popping bottles, fabulous lifestyle girl. Mm. She's about mm. fashion. She's about, there needs to be a clear messaging. So if you mm. look at your feed mm. and there's no consistent messaging or consistent factor, mm-hmm. you need to maybe reevaluate what you do. And what would you say is your consistent messaging? I think I'm a fashion and lifestyle brand. Okay. Definitely. Okay. okay. Yeah. And and did you deliberately choose this? Um, I mean, mm. outside of your love for mm. for for for, mm. for fashion, mm. 
do you think that with all the different like categories because when you when you think about sports already you can think about um sparkly mm. there's there's quite a it's, it's it's a niche it's a niche market mm. so do you think it's more lucrative to be a, like a person that creates content for fashion and lifestyle than it is for all these different other industries or it differs from no i think there's a lot of people doing exactly what you're doing there's a lot of people trying to get into the, the sports scene there's a lot of people this i think fashion is the most competitive okay. because there are so many people Saturated, doing it's yeah. not lucrative at all there's a million billion fashion bloggers sure but what makes you different is that you want to be unique mm. and you want to be stay true to you mm. yeah mm. and if you're weird and crazy be weird and crazy <laughs> i love that yeah, you know yeah. people can genuinely followers are smart they're smart and they can pick up on authenticity. Like, this chick is the real deal. Mm. This chick is a wannabe. Mm. You know? Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Do you think, um, looking at, you know, the, the current state of how we interact on, on, on social media and stuff, that there's this consistent make-believe um, mm. society that we've created mm. through Instagram where... Completely. People are posing in front of Ferraris. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's always like champagne. <laughs> but, but when yeah. you, when you look at into the person's life, mm. you know that they, they don't drive that kind of car. You know, they don't live totally. in, 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 you know, the. No, totally. Uh, the places that they. I heard know? a really um, unfortunate statistic is that, uh, the rate of suicide of the people aged between 16 and 25 has more than tripled in the past three years due to social media. Shh. Shucks. People are killing, literally killing themselves Shucks. because they cannot um, maintain a standard that they mm-hmm. see on social media, mm-hmm. which is not real. Like even my social media, I'm, sure. I'll keep it 100. Sure, sure. That's not my life 24-7. Sure. What I share on social media is an aspect of my life. Mm. A thousand percent. It really does happen. I really do meet those people. I really do wear these clothes. I really do travel. But there are parts that you choose to keep private just for your own sanity. I mean, you you won't see pictures of my family on social media. Exactly. And, you know, these things you want to keep private. But that actually is my life. There are a lot of people that go out of their way to try and act like this is the lifestyle that they're leading. And it's not true. It's, It's all pretend. And... For me, that must be bloody exhausting. Yeah, yeah. Like, how hard? How hard must it be for? How do you keep up with yourself? If that's not really your life, sure. if you're just a student mm-hmm. trying to study, but you want to make it look like you're popping bottles and sure. flying to Dubai and doing all these things, like, how do you, if you genuinely don't have the money? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I I don't know. It's it's hard and it's it's sad because there are kids out there that don't come from affluent backgrounds. I mean, I didn't. I didn't. My parents didn't support me. As soon as I was done with uni, I was out there hustling and paying for myself. And I posted maybe a few weeks ago. It's the first bottle of champagne I've ever bought for myself. It was wow. a few weeks ago. Wow. I'm I'm 28 this year. Sure, sure. So this was, I've never been the girl that posts, oh, popping bottle, because that's not me. That's not my life. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just straight, stay true to you because stay in your lane. You know what I mean? In our conversation uh, earlier, you, you spoke about some of the things that, um, you're working on now mm-hmm. and one of which you mm. interviewed Dynamo for yes. what's what's happening there so um i have new content that's going to be living on MTV and on obviously all the digital platforms it's called the dm which is so exciting because uh, we gave birth to this concept what last is it? What, year what does October. dm stand for D- the dm goes down the oh, okay okay you know, that dm that dm <laughs> uh, it's called yeah the dm and what it is it's it's my space to be able to chat to whoever I want about whatever I want. 
Oh. So there's like no limits, which is really, really great. Interesting. My very first um, guest that has it's gone public now, it went live today, is Dynamo the Magician. He was is here. Is he in Joburg already? I don't know if he's in Joburg, but we shot it when he was here. Oh, okay. So we shot the content a while ago, waiting for, okay, he's coming back. This weekend is his show. And so we're going to air it just before he, you know, he goes on stage. And you obviously have tickets to go and watch him live. I do. I'm going. I'm going with my family. Okay. I, the, the, the pull is really interesting. They're called pulls. If it's a two minute or three minute clip, it's called a pull. And it lives on channel. And um, as opposed to doing the, oh, talk to me about magic. Talk to me about tricks. What inspired you to get into this? I was like, if that. We're going to flip it on his head. <laughs> he came into studio. He's like, I didn't tell him what was going on. I was like, cool. This is going to be a speed date. You're going to tell me. Brunettes or blondes. Perfect date. Should oh, Shago marry? Shoot. Like, so it's, it's really fun and it's really interactive. Shoot, and I think shoot. it's going to be a great space because I bring in my friends. Okay. I bring in the average Joe and we get in our celebrities as well. So it's really, I hope you guys like it. Interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely yes. going to be on the lookout for it <laughs> and going to watch it. So part of, part of your brand, I guess, moving forward is, that content creation side mm. is is manifesting itself even more because obviously mm. starting out as a blogger, mm. it, that's when you know you you started harnessing that and honing on that yeah. and thinking about ideas. Yeah. But now with this opportunity and being in that company, Completely. you you able now to to to, to harness it's it. It's so great because you always I'm, I think I've always been a creative person. Um, I was always big into arts in school. I, I was painting and drawing cartoons and characters. So arts the artistic creative side has always been in me sure. and now I get to elevate it from writing and it be, you know, something static that, to creating something that is real and has real people and has all this incredible animation and graphics sure. where other people can engage and hopefully get to know me a little bit better. Okay. It's super exciting. <laughs> it's only the beginning guys. It's only the beginning. What is your true north? What do you mean? Like, What's what's your purpose in life? My purpose. What's in your life? why? I don't. I. I think it's always been a love of people. Okay. And in what I do, I don't sit in front of a desk nine to five. I get to interact with people, all day, every day. Mm. And if I'm if I'm blogging, I'm out there in the bush with the game rangers. <laughs> if I'm in MTV, I'm working with my crew. Sure. I'm, I mean, today we shot with um, something Soweto, and he's okay. just the most amazing human. To just surrounded by people always and to hopefully be somebody that is brings a positive energy and a good light and good vibes wherever I go mm. and make someone say a little bit better. So you, would you say you do you for a living? No, that's great. <laughs> I could totally do me for a living. It's a great way to put it. <laughs> okay. Instead of my bio now. <laughs> and do me. Flicks hair emoji. <laughs> uh, tag me there. Yeah. Totally. Um, at code by. Yes. Credits. <laughs> noted, noted. It's it's crazy how a, a lot of people are very attached to that. Uh, to credit, crediting? Yeah. yeah. Mm. But I mean, everyone wants to, to make it. Everyone wants to be somebody. Everyone wants to be out there and, and, yeah. and be seen. And I mean, if Kim Jade with those many followers <laughs> <laughs> credits yeah, you credit in something. You. Totally. <laughs> down. I'm down. I'm always down. I'm also I'm for crediting photographers. I'm so that okay. person. Okay. If you're going to take a picture of me, I'm going to credit you. Oh, really? Totally. Because, you see, the thing is, with, with a lot of influencers, and I've, and I've seen with uh, a lot of photographer friends that um, share stories with mm. me, mm. that you take this amazing photo of them and they just put it out there and it's like... You know why? You know what I heard? 
a lot of influencers that have their own photographer, mm-hmm. they won't credit them because they don't want other influencers stealing their photographer. Ah. It's a very real thing. Okay. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, ne- I never necessarily looked at it that way. Also, some actually just are rude and they don't care, so they won't credit. But <laughs> and, it's, and, and it's crazy to, to come from a place where you come from and then you get to this place where now you start treating people in, 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 a, in a sense where... We start questioning if was it your character to be a people's person, mm-hmm. or are you acting out of character I get now? That a lot. Like, is it real? Are you really this nice? Are you really this happy? Or are you just putting up a friend? Is this just is this fake? <laughs> are you genuinely a genuine person? Genuinely, okay. this is me all day, every day. Awesome. Uh, and I'm a morning person, so I'm like this oh, really? first thing in the morning. I'm like, morning guys, <laughs> hi team. Like I walk into the office nine in the morning. Morning everybody, how's it been doing? They're like, oh Kim, stop. Yeah, yes. Fuck. <laughs> come, come to think of it, um, what are, what are the three principles that you know guide you? In, in every decision that you make and that you live by. I think we touched on this already by staying authentic to who you are. Okay. Um, like be as genuine as possible. Mm-hmm. Treat everyone with kindness and respect and work hard. That guides me in pretty much everything, to be honest. Authentic leadership? What, what does that mean to you? I don't think... People get confused with the term leader. Okay. They think leader, they think dictator. I genuinely am one of those. It's like you lead by example. Sure. Mm, so if you, if there are young girls out there looking to me as a role model, because sure, I think sure. a role model is a leader in a kind of way. Sure. Just like do, do as you wish others would do. You know, there are a lot of leaders, leaders that will come into the office and be like, where's your work? No, no, no. What's done? What's it? At 12 o'clock, they're clocking out and they're done for the day. Sure. You know, whereas you get those bosses that you will see are in the office before you and leave after you. Mm, That's mm, the kind mm, of leader mm, you respect because mm. you're like, yo, this guy's grafting harder than I do. That's why he's in the position he's in. Mm. You feel me? Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Yeah. Are you happy? So happy. You're happy? Yeah. When when did you come to a realization that actually? When I stopped worrying about bulls as much as I did, I was really living from hand to mouth for the really for the longest time. I've okay. never been able to save money. Because I've never had ex- ex- extra money to be able to ah, save. Mm-hmm. And um, maybe last year-ish, I finally found my feet. I've been consistently booking jobs. Uh, I'm consistently working. And then I was able to relax a little bit. And mm. then I was like, okay. Because I'm happy every day. But I always will. I, I used to always have an extra level of, of stress and worry in the back of my mind. Like, am I going to be able to pay rent? Because MTV, I was not retainer. They paid me per episode. Ah, I see. Okay. And then at the end of the month, the rent is this much and you're making and you're this like, much. Sure, sure. And, it and was it stressful. Just, it doesn't balance. Yeah. And, and there you are. You, you, need, to, you need to consistently deliver. Yeah. You need to constant, uh, consistently... Um, prove yourself. Exactly. You have to prove... I mean, I'm, I'm a newbie in the TV industry. Sure. MTV is my first job on TV. I didn't study journalism. I didn't study media and entertainment. I learned on the job. So sure. I feel like I'm always proving myself there. So now looking at uh, the 19-year-old Kim, how wh- what would you say to her to speed up the process of her getting from not necessarily being happy to mm. this happy Kim mm. sitting right next to me? I don't think there's anything that could have speeded it up. Will speed it up. Um, I think you the journey you go through prepares you for what you're, what's coming. Mm. So I think I struggled for a long time financially. 
as a model, as a freelancer, as an entrepreneur, because God was teaching me how to, first of all, appreciate money. Okay. And second of all, respect it. Because I, from now on, I plan on making a lot of money. <laughs> and I respect and appreciate every cent. I'm so Jewish with my money. I'm like, okay, I count every penny. I count, I'm that person. I'm still the person in pick and pay looking, okay, what's the best price? Okay, there's literally two rand difference between this tin of tomatoes and that tin of tomatoes. But that two rand adds up. I'm that person. Sure, sure. I think, yeah, everything you've been through prepares you for what's coming. And I wouldn't have changed or advised myself any uh, any different. You know, you look at this person on Instagram and and you think, what 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 is she like in mm. in, in in person? Because mm. right now it's only a perception of totally. the real person. And to to be in studio right now and having this conversation, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's it's given me a, I guess, a sense of of respect and appreciation oh, wow. for you. And, you. and 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 your brand and basically your ambitions and and what you're trying to achieve with that said with a lot of the young women that um listen to to the show mm-hmm. what 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 would you want them to take away from this conversation first of all thank you that compliment is it's so beautiful and it's so genuine and i i take that to heart thank you um uh what did i tell the young women listening to this show right now <laughs> um yo the conservative country that we grew up in, Zimbabwe and South Africa alike, has traditional roles that they try to assign to women and positions in life that they try and put us in. Uh, oh, she's just a woman. Oh, she's just a woman of color. Mm. Oh, she's just pretty. Mm. Oh, she, there's no way that there's anything behind that. You know, they... Our society tries to put us in a box, in a lower position. Uh, it teaches us to not stand up and speak up hmm. because that may come across as rude or disrespectful. Um, we get taught to accept uh, a, a lesser paycheck, hmm. to accept being treated a certain way. Hmm. Um, and I think, I think now all of that is changing. I think to the woman that's listening... Just stop being afraid. Stop being afraid of the voice inside of you that tells you this is the job you want. Go get it. Mm. That tells you this is the man you want. Go get it. That Mm. tells you, actually, this relationship is BS. (laughs) I'm not going to let nobody raise hands to me. Sure. Get the F out. Mm -hmm. You know, we've been taught, oh, be a lady. Be a lady. A lady would never behave like that. Mm. A lady would never. Nah. I think you can still be a lady and have a voice and have a mind and speak out, you know. And go after what you want and don't tolerate nonsense, mm. you know? So just like, stop being afraid and just do it. Do it and take the consequences that come with it and let that give you peace, knowing in your heart that, yo, I'm doing what, what feels right to me and what's good in my gut and my heart, you know? Mm. And mm. I think God blesses people that do that. Mm. You get out of that terrible relationship, God's going to bless you with a good man. Sure. Or make you stronger to be enough man for yourself. Wow. <laughs> you know? Yes, yes. You want to do that dream job that sounds crazy to everyone in your friends and family, which is what I did. I was broke for a very long time. And now God is blessing me. Hmm. You know? Don't hmm. be afraid. Just do it. And that goes to the guys too. Like, hello. Totally. Do the damn thing. How do people um, stay in touch with Yay! Kim Jane's Stay in touch with me, guys. Story. Talk to me. Love you guys. <laughs> 
Um, so my Twitter is Kim Jade Blog, K I M J A Y D E, and then Blog. And my Instagram is Kim Jade. My Facebook is Kim Jade. My website is kimjade.com. <laughs> my YouTube is Kim Jade. Like guys, I'm just everywhere. You can't escape me. No, uh, awesome. also, I love you guys. Thank you so much for having me. This was such a great conversation. It was so stimulating. It was really exciting. You know. No, thank you. Thank you, thank you, for you so much for 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 coming to the Youth Edition platform. And I think um, a lot of people are going to learn a lot. I mean, I we we only bring um, the cream of the crop. Ooh, <laughs> I'm the cream. Thank you. I'll take it. I'll take it. Nobongani, you're amazing. And I think you know your followers and your listeners are really blessed to have someone like you to bring in. Different people from different walks of life to hopefully inspire them. So thank you for having me. I will leave it at that and not say anything. But thank you. Um, so at Simply Bongani across all social media platforms at YLP Cliff Central on Twitter and Instagram. Youth Leadership Platform on Facebook. Uh, follow the conversation. Tell us who, want, who yes. you want on the show next. What topics you want us to discuss next Ooh. from the Youth Leadership Platform team. And this week, stay well. And God bless. Yes. This is CliffCentral.com.